Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today, I am really pleased to have with me on the line Bill Hughes. Bill oversees Grove, which in, which includes the Amazon and advertising agency services, as well as all e-commerce marketplace functions for both company and partner brands. Bill's expertise in SEO and paid advertising is showcased in the significant growth resulting uh, from his team's management of many of the highest performing keywords on Amazon and in Facebook. Bill has 17 years of experience in the natural products industry and has managed over $200 million of revenue from Amazon Health and personal care brands, both in the United States. Bill, thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So that's a pretty big order, you know, that I just read off over here. You have a very storied background and you have some big news about, you know, about your agency as well. Can you please take a few moments to tell us a little bit more about who you are and how you became so amazing? Yeah, that's a great, uh, great question. And I ask myself that all the time. Look, I think a lot of us land where we are just by circumstance, being in the right place at the right time. For me, I've been in the, um, like in, in the healthcare, um, industry for quite a while as far as consumer packaged goods and dietary supplements, beauty products. And we were selling to retail stores forever. I mean, I've been doing that since 2003. And, um, you know, sometime I think, you know, 2010, between 10, 2010, 2015, we realized how much of the business was moving online. And we began to acquire these small Amazon brands, which were fantastic in, in terms of both their revenue and profitability. At some point, you realize these brands actually have more potential than these other large flagship retail brands that have been in the health food stores or, you know, in some of them. In fact, if you walk, walk the shelves of Costco or Sam's Club today or any of the large retailers, Krogo, um, Kroger, you'll walk and you'll see these new brands that have popped up. And a lot of the way that they get there is just by having grown, you know, through these e-commerce channels. And so um, we quickly jumped on that. We've bought several Amazon brands. And at this point, we're focused on taking those brands that are on Amazon and growing them into other marketplace channels and continuing to grow them in retail. And it's been um, it's been fun to watch some of these brands that nobody's ever heard of all of a sudden pop up on a front end cap display in Walmart, fun things like that. You know, the visual that comes to mind for me is almost like a shark tank, you know, where, you know, people go up and they pitch their ideas and, you know, they're looking for capital, you know, in order to really blow this up in order, because you really do need a lot of muscle behind you if, if you want to get on TV, if you want to get on an end cap at a at a major retailer. So those are some of the activities that your company helps with then, right? That's right. Yeah. I mean, if you have started a brand and are successfully selling it, whether that's your own website or through eBay or Amazon, a million, five million, 
10 million, sometimes as much as 20 million in revenue, where you literally just cannot expand the business anymore without choosing a strategic partner. And we've seen brands time and time again, they get to that point where it's just like, like they literally, even with all the resources they have, they can't continue to grow it. And so they'll find a partner to take it to the next level, whether it's going from 20 to 40 or 40 to 80, something like that. And that's kind of where we come in and help. Um, it's different than private equity or venture capital. I know a lot of your audience entrepreneurs, they're probably getting a lot of emails from prospective buyers that just want to buy and they're going to offer you a multiple three, four, five, maybe seven, something like that. The challenge with that is like they still want you involved. They still want you running the business. Typically, they know business, but they don't know your product. They don't know your category. And so we're a little bit different in that we're very focused on a specific category that's health and wellness and, and beauty and personal care. And we kind of help these entrepreneurs take their brands to the next level in those categories. You know, so I want to expand on this a little bit. A lot of people, when they, you know, when they think about starting an e-commerce brand, right? So first of all, you need to, you need to source the right product. You need to make sure that you're getting it cheap enough and uh, in a high enough quality. And of course, that you can make a profit at this, right? right. But I think what happens though, is that they can't necessarily figure out like, should I be selling this at a 20% margin, at a 50% margin, at a 100% margin? And what happens is that those decisions early on affect the growth of the company, right? Because if you start to fall in love and like, uh, I'm going to sell this one product, but you really can't make enough profit in order to satisfy, you know, the fulfillment fees, you know, to put it on Amazon FBA or to get other people to stock it in their stores, they're really hobbling from day one, right? That's true. There's so much that goes into that actual price that you see on Amazon. Now, of course, you have a lot of leeway on your direct-to-consumer site. Typically, you can mark up margins incredibly because you've built a funnel that's bringing people in and you attract them with a brand story and they're able to you know buy it whatever um, you know multiple of the cost of goods. But the reality is they're when you go to these other marketplace channels, you have to compete on price. There is no way that you can educate the market sufficiently in a small amount of time to be able to get them to to buy into your product. What s sometimes will happen is these higher price brands will come on to the marketplaces with the with the high price, and they just don't get conversion because people aren't willing to take the time to jump on and see you know exactly what it is that makes your product so much different than the others. So that's part of the strategy from day one is ensuring that you have exactly that margin and cost of goods in place so that you can build your brand based on that. Let's talk about that because that's part of your one big tip. And I, you know, I find this subject, you know, very, you know, very interesting because one of the hardest things to figure out is to figure out your price, whether you're doing it as a service provider or whether you're doing it as a, you know, as a tangible product that you're selling to people. Uh, how do you help companies figure out what the, you know, what that price should be, both in terms of what they should be buying at, how to include all those fees, how to make sure that you have enough, you know, uh, enough margin so that you are satisfying fulfillment, you're satisfying marketing, you're satisfying, uh, you're satisfying profit. And of course, you, you know, you can make this a hit from day one. Yeah, great question. We provide a calculator to these brands specific to the marketplace and, and where they can input all of those variables to know exactly what they need to be selling it at to make the margin. Now, I like brand, even though there's volume, that's just really, really hard to build 
build a business on those kinds of products, unless you have like a really broad offering and you're doing drop shipping or something like that. But for brand building, you want to be able to come out of the gate with at least a 30% margin. That's going to give you a lot of room to build on it. So the, I guess the first question you would ask is, well, how do I know if my price is going to be competitive? The best thing that I say is go look on the site that you're planning to sell on. Look at your competitors and what they're selling it at. That gives you a really good indication of those top sellers, what they're selling at. That gives you a good in- indication of what you can be selling at. Maybe slightly higher, or if you don't have enough of a value proposition, you might need to lower that price a bit. But really, that's what it comes down to is what are the other marketplace sellers selling that item for online? You know, so in the health and beauty space, like there is a lot of competition, right? Because there are so many people out there that can seriously undercut you in order to force you out of the market. Right. How do you like what would be some of the ways that they could differentiate themselves? One of them that you mentioned was story, like building a great story and building a great brand around it, right? But right. what would be some of the like, you know, like the tangible steps that a that a company would need to do in order to bring that to light so that they can command a slightly higher price or that they're not getting gutted by all the other competitors that are out there? Yeah, I love that. You know, entrepreneurs, we always start out with the innovative product in mind and we build from there. That's great for the product. And and actually, that's an absolutely necessary step. But the real um, way to achieve that 10x valuation is, is as soon as your product has a, li- you know, a little bit of traction to say, okay, number one, how am I going to scale this product into a product line and then into a brand? That's really important to envision like, what does this brand entail? How many products? I love brands with like five to 10 um, products within them, you know, that's very specifically focused. You know, they can have variations on those products, like different sizes or whatever, but like five to 10, like very tangible things that that a consumer can look at and grasp and say, oh, I like that brand. Like, oh, that's like a a deodorant and um, hygiene product that I need. And, you know, I could not only use the deodorant, but I could use the powder too. So I like brands who think about that very early on. The second thing is, is to think about your channels very early on. Like if you're planning to sell D to C, um, direct to consumer, and you're planning just to put that out there through the website, you, you have a lot of leeway on how you can market it. But the, again, thinking about all the other channels that you might want to go to into, you might want to get it on Amazon, you might want to get it in eBay, you might want to make a pitch to like Whole Foods or Kroger or Vitamin Shop or you know Costco or something like that, which is all totally doable. I know people think that those channels are completely untouchable. But the reality is those buyers are very, very much looking for the innovation out there just like everybody else. So to think about those channels very very early on and envision your brand in those channels. Like how would my brand look on a shelf at Target? Like what do I need to do to get my brand so it looks like that? And then go walk the store and, and look at the brands that are there. Oh, you know what? They're labeling. I've noticed that none of their labeling has big made in the USA claims on it. Maybe I should take my made in the USA claim off because there might be legal implications. Or I've noticed that the label on the back panel is very specific to these ingredients. My label doesn't have that. I need to very quickly get it in line. Another huge one is is the UPC, the barcode. People out there buying barcodes online, like left and right, that's not acceptable. Like you need to get an actual registered GS1 barcode from day one on your consumer product. Because if you don't, 
you're going to run into a lot of trouble with these larger retailers when they scan that and it's not registered and, and maybe it's being used by someone else. That's probably the worst case scenario, but it does happen a lot. You know, what's interesting about this whole thing is that it sounds like there's like, you know, 30, 40 bricks that you have to put together before you can even start to market a product that, you know, that does have legs, you know, that can be, uh, that can be introduced into all of these different channels because the tactic that you're going to use, uh, you know, in Amazon is going to be very different than what you're going to use in Walmart. And it's going to be very different than what you use on your website. How do you help brands then, you know, like sort of navigate that? Because you know, another part of this is, you know, you can't really have too much varying degrees of pricing. You can't sell it for $20 on Amazon, but then you go to the website and it's 40, right? So oh, you have to make sure that you're consistent with that. You have to make sure that your story, you know, that you're, you know, what you're trying to convey to the consumer is solid, that there is zero confusion. A confused mind does not buy in this case. Correct. How do you help them uh, go through that process and figure all that out? When you start that brand, you will, if you don't have those bricks in place, I'll just start with this. If you don't have those bricks in place, you will work so hard. You might get that brand up to five, 10 million in revenue and you go to sell that and your multiple on the, on the profit is like in a very limited range. Like you're going to have trouble selling it, you know, easily you'll sell it at three, three times the profit, maybe you'll sell it at four, maybe five, maybe six. But if you haven't thought through those things, that's the cap on where that brand is going to sell. However, if you approach it from day one, like being really smart about it, you could probably do half of the revenue and yet your multiple on the net profit when you go to sell might be more like an eight to 10 if you've got all of those bricks in place. Okay, so how do we get those bricks in place? Again, let's let's really step back. I'm not just giving the old cliche, work smarter, not harder. In this case, it really is true. If you go talk to anybody who's been an entrepreneur and sold their first brand, they will tell you when they went to start their second brand, they always do it completely different because of these very bricks that you're talking about. So you spend a lot of time as an entrepreneur thinking about the product and the packaging and how to get the website selling it and how to get your funnels working and how to get all of your audiences built, you know, and Facebook and other advertising. That's great. Totally great. You, you've got to do that. But take that time to find that, you know, strategic partner or somebody who's sold the other brand. Don't worry about about that they may want a piece of the action. That's okay. They probably will ask for it. I know every time that um, I work with Kevin Harrington, you know, from the Shark Tank, like every time he advises on a brand, he does take a small percentage of their, um, you know, of their ownership or maybe some type of stock. But I'm telling you, the brands that he, that guy works with, you know, typically do really, really well. And your money goes a lot further with a partner like him than it would if you're just trying to just, you know, find out that information on the internet. So it makes sense to call just somebody who's done it before and just find out like, what can I do from day one to really ensure that I'm aiming for that 10x multiple on my my profit when I go to sell this thing in a year or two or three years or whatever your timeline is. That is amazing advice. Thank you so much for sharing that. Bill, can you please uh, let everyone know how they can learn more about Grove and how they can reach out to you directly if they want to learn more? Yeah, that's great. Um, our website is grove.com. That's G-R-O-W-V-E.com. And the majority of um, partnerships that we do, you know, they're fairly sizable because we are an Amazon aggregator and we're, we're looking specifically to acquire about, you know, half the half of the ownership 
of these existing brands that are out there. Um, but if you're a brand that is, you know, has a tangible product and you're just growing, we do have a marketplace agency where we're, where we're helping incubate these brands in preparation for sale. That's also owned by Grove. You can find that on the Grove website. And we have a little section on there called Grove Marketplace Agency, where we'll work as an agency to, to help grow those brands and prepare them um, to, you know, to be acquired at some point down the line. Amazing stuff. Bill, thank you so much for going through all that. It's been a very interesting discussion and I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with my audience today. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable one big tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.